Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about Lady Bird, mm-hmm. starring oh. uh, Saoirse... No. Hold on. <laughs> Based on what she said, it's like, it rhymes with inertia. So, Saoirse. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Uh, written and directed by Greta Gerwig. Uh, Greta Gerwig's written other stuff too, like Francis Ha and whatnot. But mm-hmm. this is her first director. She is the our generation's Parker Posey, is what I like to call her. Really? Yeah. Because she's Miss Independent. I guess. She is Miss Independent, man. She is Miss Independent. Yeah, her yeah. And, uh, and Lake Bell. Yeah. Those are the two that I notice are, are doing a lot of indie stuff. She's not, uh, she's not fielding any phone calls from Marvel, no Star Wars movies, no Jurassic World, nothing like that. She is missing independent. I, actually, I cannot think of a mainstream movie that she kind of been in. I think she had some bit parts. Like she was the best friend to um, uh, Natalie Portman in that uh, terrible movie of Aston Kutcher. But other than that, I can't. She was? I think I th- believe so. I think she was. Like I the- will. I mean, the closest thing to mention that I can think of with her was the Noah Baumbach movies. Which one? Noah Baumbach. He's a director writer. No, I can't think of who he is right now. Yeah, but that's the thing though. That's the closest thing. To, that's uh, the closest thing of, of of mainstream movie because right. these movies get relatively wide release. Yeah, you know, and well, some of them. I think they they have he Noah Baumbach actually has a, a Netflix movie starring Dustin Hoffman and Adam Sandler. Oh, really? That, that's that's actually supposed to be pretty good. But then Noah Baumbach is. Is uh, acquired taste. Yeah. So is Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig yeah. is also an acquired taste as an actress. Yeah, a lot of people are either bugged by her acting style mm-hmm. or are. She does seem very. She does seem to be very nervous. She does seem to be very. Hesitant. She's like so, a female Woody Allen. I was like, oh, are you okay? <laughs> I, every time I, I watch her act, and you know, I'm, uh, I can't even think of her uh, some of her moves I've seen. But every time I see her act or she's in interviews for Lady Bird, I feel like, are, are you okay? Do you need? Do you need a drink? Are you? Are you okay? I don't know. She she seems very nervous and very fidgety for some reason. I don't know. No, mm-hmm. so so here's the thing: is is uh, is Saoirse Ronan pretty much the the stand-in to Greta Gerwig? I think so. This is kind of like yeah. if if Greta Gerwig was going to put herself in the movie, it would be the Saoirse yes. Ronan role, but she's too old for the role now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and so. the the time uh, works and stuff like that. I believe she's like 36, and this would take place back where she went to high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, this is this movie is very agrab. Ar- Autobiographical and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, in terms of Sacramento, I don't believe she went to Catholic high school, so that's that's mm-hmm. made up for this movie. But but she did she did grow up in Sacramento. Yes, is, mm-hmm. a lot of people also joke that this is the prequel to Francis Ha. Oh, have you ever seen Francis? Fa- Francis no, ha? actually, I haven't. It's actually yeah. also a really good movie, and the character, the main character, Francis Ha itself, is kind of like Saoirse Ronan. Oh, really? Yeah, in, in, is she from, well, is she from Ronan, uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, is she from uh, Sacramento? The lady from uh, Francis? No, I think I think it was a New York thing. Oh, okay. I I think the whole New York thing. Well, actually. There was another uh, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, a uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller movie came out in the mid two thousands. That starred that the co starred the Greta Gerwig. Oh, really? That's how I was introduced to her actually, uh-huh. and, and that was a Noah Baumbach movie. Oh, really? Okay, all right. Yeah. We should get back to this movie. This is a really good movie. I just I actually literally just walked yeah, he walked out of the screen and stuff like that like fifteen minutes ago. I thought this was exceptionally charming, very thoughtful. That's what I was surprised by. It's a very thoughtful, considerate, also very patient movie. It's a really, really, really good movie. For a, for a first time director, for any you know, for experienced director, it'd be a really really good movie. But this is a really good movie, and and it's 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 good. It's really good. It's kind of funny how you said patient because yeah, I thought the movie worked at a pretty fast pace actually. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think the editing it covers a lot of ter- I think it covers a year in her life, right? A year so, in her life. So right it does you. skip around a little bit, but I, I thought it was really really patient in the, sen- in the sense that. For the first 20, 25 minutes, it doesn't really reveal what the the theme or the story it was going to be about. It wasn't it, is, it wasn't until 
her she has that scene where her mother walks in, her mother telling her how to fold, hold her to fold her clothes, so she, you know what I mean, so she they can look respectable, and it. So that's the first time I really got the hint of what the movie is about, and it's a little bit about class, you know what I mean, where they are, yeah. you know, yeah. where they are in Sacramento and stuff, and where they, you know, it's a class movie. It has that aspect to it. So that's the first time. I registered like what the movie was about. Like I said, for the first twenty minutes, it's a slice of life movie and stuff. It just jumps yeah. from from uh, from scene to scene with no clear plot. You know and, what I mean? And once again, I really appreciate when movies actually cover the poorer class, the mm-hmm. middle, the under yeah. middle class kind of you know the people mm-hmm. who struggle with money. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of like how it still covered that, and it did. And I want to say this too. This is re- even though it's about a, a, a lady and stuff like that. It, it's very relatable to me in the sense that I, this is not like a uh, poor. You know what I mean? It's right. not rich. Off. It's actually it's not even middle class. I think it's like lower, lower middle class. Lower, maybe. lower middle. You know I mean? very lower, low, lower. You know, maybe you know, lower middle class. Lower middle class. It's kind of where, where <laughs> it reminded me of my childhood. And you know what I mean? And the scenes where she's kind of ashamed about where she, our parents are from, how much money they have, where they fit in the in the in the society. It's relatable to me. Like I said. I would say my parents kind of belong to that lower middle class too when I was a kid as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I mean, we, we live in suburbia. So does she. But mm-hmm. then the, the whole point is that even in suburbia, there are yeah. lower middle class people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's, kind, that's kind of part of the plot of the movie. Little but bit, yeah. the majority of it really is more about her. Mm-hmm. And then the second, the second majority is her and her mom. Yes. You know, and the relationship is great. And I mean, it's great. The, 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 the clip that they keep advertising for the movie, which I think works effectively, is in the car. Mm-hmm. The very beginning of the movie, pretty mm-hmm. much, where, where they, they start off with like listening to an audiobook. Yeah. And then suddenly they get into this argument yeah. and it gets to the part where her mom is braiding her. Mm-hmm. And then she does what every, everybody probably thinks about doing is literally step, out step off yeah. of the, the moving vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I want to go back to what you said about it. It being sort of autobiographical and stuff like that, and I think as I was watching this movie and as as the movie was unfolding, I realized I think she is writing and directing this movie from her perspective, the way she is looking back on it now yeah. when she's in the mid thirties. And I think the editing and the writing and the scenes you see reflects that in a sense that you don't when you look back because we're rough. Me and her are roughly the same age. I think she's like half a generation younger than I am. I'm forty. She's thirty five. Right. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think she's like mid thirty five. Let's just say that. You know. Well, but, I mean, okay. If if you go by the autobiographical thing, and she's she was high school in the early two thousands, because this is like two thousand two, I believe, right? Yeah, two thousand two, and then I graduated uh, ninety six. Right. So I'm talking about five six years. So like yeah. like that's why I say it's half a generation and stuff like that. So anyway, my point is, I think the way she looks back at, on high school and where she is at this time is the kind of way I look back on it, like right now. In the sense that you don't remember. Like, like, like. If, if I'll use other movies as an example, uh, you don't look back on your life sort of like Juno or a- Easy A, where there's like a main plot that goes through your high school life. Right, you know right, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, I didn't get pregnant, and then the whole movie was about me being pregnant. I w- it was about me losing my virginity, and the whole f- family, you know, the whole high school. No, there's right, a yeah. clear near, uh, narrative that you know that goes from A, B, C, and D. You know what I mean? Yes. It, that's how I think the way it's shot and the way it's edited, it shows you bits of her life. You know what I mean? Snapshots of your life. And when you look back, look back on your high school years, that's how I look at it too. You know what I yeah, mean? Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really, when I picked that up, I thought, wow, I, that's when I got really invested in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were stages. There were stages like, mm-hmm. like how she was when school first starts, yeah. how she was like 
over the break, right. how she was after she came back from the break. So right. there, were, there were all these different plot points that that the, the movie covers. And also, like me, I like me, she didn't fit into like a certain niche in high school. She wasn't like a goth girl, a smart girl. She was just sort of in between and stuff like that. And she was just finding herself, just like like most of us were. You know what I mean? Yep. We weren't yeah. a jock, we weren't anything. You know what I mean? And then she had a friend, but then she traded her friend, and they came back. And it wasn't like a big hoopla about like you know there wasn't some great grand yeah. misunderstanding or anything like that. it's just like you know you move on from friend to friend and you come back to you who truly are friends and stuff yeah, like that yeah the, the school the she, the school doesn't revolve around her right which is what a lot of like cheap um, teen movies kind of do yeah. where the school revolves around a character or whatever her you're, she's just another student yeah you know and we get to see her her point of view of, about the school about that's uh, Sacramento mm-hmm. from her point of view. Right. You know, and, and yeah, and uh the and there's always little like side characters that they also introduce, like the whole thing with the priest. Yeah. Right? Where the priest apparently has depression and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of just bring it out there and then they just kind of let it go. Right. You know, so it's like one of those things where we don't know what our teachers do sometimes in their personal life. Mm-hmm. And this one kind of covers that, which is kind of nice, you know. Yeah. There's a, yeah, they're just like this little slices of life, but they but the thing, and when you look back on your life, that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's not all these big dramatic moments. You know what I mean? There are big dramatic moments, but then it, they go away for like days at a time, and they don't it, they don't come back into your life for for a while. You know what I mean? There there are moments where she gets along with her mom. You know what I mean? But like you said, there's a mo- there are moments when she's in the car, they get along. They're talking about other things. You know, and then all of a sudden you're in a big giant fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And then right. You, same thing with with her dad and stuff like that, and the, between the dad, the mom, and stuff like that. You know, you're just going through life, but all of a sudden, your mom's hitting you with like things like, you know what? Your dad hits, has depression. He's been depressed all his life. He also lost his job. You know what I mean? Yep. And then these big, giant moments, these bombastic moments and stuff like that. And then it kind of quiets down. It quiets down. And then it comes up again and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, but, really, it's really well done. But the, the, one, the one returning thread is grudges. People, yeah. you know, in real life, people's grudges last a while. Mm-hmm. And in, in the movie, like the mom stopped talking to her yeah. and then... At the end of the movie, she still kind of stopped talking to her. Yeah. So it's like it never really resolved itself. That's what. Uh, so another thing I liked about this movie, there's no, there's no cleanup at the end of the movie and stuff like that. There's no big real. I mean, you think they come back together and they hug and stuff like that, but no, they're yeah. probably these characters. You can imagining that you can imagine them sort of working out these issues for you know into you know into her twenties, into her thirties, into her forties and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's another yeah. reason why people call this like the prequel to Francis Ha, because mm-hmm. she ends up. Uh, Lady Bird ends up in New York. Right. Which is where Princess High is based on. Uh-huh. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Like, I know when the movie ended, I was like, wait, that's it? You know, it was kind of like one of those things where I kind of wanted to see more. Uh-huh. Like, what's going to happen to her? Like, mm-hmm. like I would, uh, a typical movie would have her have a conversation with her mom. Yeah. Even like, even like one sentence, like, and then yeah. cut it off right there. But no, they didn't yeah. even give us that. Honestly, I think this could, if she wanted to, she could do a sequel. No, she, no, she can do her version of the, you, you don't, you don't, you haven't watched it yet, but she could do her version of the Before Sunset trilogy. Oh, you know I mean? yeah. Revisit right. it every 10 years yeah. to see where she is, where she is with her mother and stuff, with her family and stuff like that. Uh, uh, yeah, so it, it's really good. That's a, a that's actually a spectacular idea. Yeah, I kind of wish Greta Gerwig would do that. Actually, yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's, like I said, it's the way the the movie sort of reveals uh, what what it wants to say. It's really well done. It's re- like I said, it, it takes a lot of confidence for a first time director to sh- you know, like I said, not have much happen, and then all of a sudden a lot of things happen, and not a lot, and nothing happens again, and a lot of things happen. It's it's really well done. It's really plus, thoughtful. Plus, like 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 we're talking about little moments, the comedy yeah. parts. There's a lot of comedy parts in the mm-hmm. movie that are actually generally pretty funny. Yeah, you know, There's I cracked up when I saw when I saw the two girls 
eating uh, the communion wafers as yeah. if they were like snacks, mm-hmm. you know. And as yeah. a Catholic, I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. And in another movie, they'll be it'll be like, oh, that girl will go grab the priest and then be in trouble and stuff. Like that. But it's just not that kind of movie. It doesn't, no. doesn't work in that. In that, it's just it's just a moment in their life and stuff like that. It's really good. Although speaking of the kind of movie though, Lucas Hedges, uh, I thought he had a great role. Did not see that coming. Oh, the gay, the, the gay, gay part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just kind of just happened. And and I thought that was just gonna be it for that storyline, mm-hmm. and then they're just not gonna be friends. But mm-hmm. uh, I thought that the one scene where he like broke down and pretty much kind yeah, of begged really, her not to yeah. tell anybody, ugh, so effective. It's really so good. Effective. It's yeah. really moving. Yeah, it's really moving. All these characters are three dimensional characters. They all kind of they feel like they're living a life in Sacramento at this time and stuff like that. You know, what I mean? it's really good. And the other thing I want to mention was like there was a scene uh, for the prom. Like, she was going to the prom with this guy she doesn't really like, some friends that she doesn't really like. And then she, uh, I, I I was th- actually thinking about this as that's before that scene. I was thinking, you know, she she calls herself Lady Bird, right? So she wants to, she thinks she's special, but she, right. and you know what I mean? But, it's, it's, but she, it's one of those things where, yeah, just like when you're a teenager, you think you have all these ideas, you think you... You, you you're gonna stand you're gonna be a, a certain person you're but, pretentious yeah you're very pretentious <laughs> you think you're you're some hot shot but a lot of times when these moments present themselves uh the baseball you, you just i'll use a sports analogy you you, you just you, you don't you don't swing at it you know what i mean there's a lot of instances where she could have stepped up she could have said something or done something interesting or you know what i mean and then at, at that moment she actually did step up she says you know what I don't want to be around you guys. I, this is not my crowd. I actually do want to go go to my prom, and then that's a really good moment. And then she, and then you think, oh, it, this is it. She's gonna, you know, she knows who kind of she's confident. She knows who she is. But then later on, when she's in New York, she kind of retreads. She kind of goes backwards a little bit. You know what I mean? She she could have told that guy, oh, I'm from uh, uh, Sacramento, but right. she kept saying, no, I'm from so. I'm from San Francisco. She lied because yep. San Francisco is more interesting. You know what I mean? Just like when when I'm around, I ask people asking, "Where are you from?" Do I say I'm from Walnut? Am I, am I from Hacienda Heights? No, I, I say I'm from Los Angeles. You know what I mean? I I, I don't actually. You say you're from. The, I say where I am actually. You, do you even say Diamond? Because for, oh, for, for me, yeah. it's for me, it's a lot funnier because I always go. Do you know? Do you know where that is? You know, kind of thing. What's it's that? Like, it seems it seems it does seem like it stands out more. The fact that yeah. they don't know where my city is. Yeah. So we just we just fine. Whatever. Yeah, but my my point is like it, it, again in a lesser film. You would have had that big revelation. She would, have, you know, she would emerge. She would have been a fully formed person at that right. point. She would have stepped up. But no, she goes backwards, like all of us. She goes backwards a little bit. She, then she goes forward, backwards, and then she gets super drunk, and then she wakes up drunk, you know, in the hospital. And she looks at, she looks at, she's all messed up. She's like, she's, but she sees a kid, and she's, you know, oh goddamn. No, am but I doing? that's a good point you make because a lot of people call this like a coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a coming of age movie no. at all because throughout the whole movie, you're right. She kind of just, she's kind of stuck in with who she is, yeah. and she doesn't even realize it. Yeah. And then the moment where you said that, that she got uh, too drunk, mm-hmm. and it shows that's when she realized that that's her learning lesson. Yeah, you know, and and that would have been the starting of the the starting uh, part of the coming of age part. Mm-hmm. But we don't get to see that because the yeah. movie cuts out. Yeah, you know. And I, uh, I like, uh, I think you might like this too. I, I was surprised by the fact that she went to church at the end. I think as a Catholic, I think you really appreciate it. Oh, right, Because right. it's a message that that's actually buried in the movie. You said, this is a very, I think, I think it's a very kind of a Catholic movie. She said, you know, she's out on her own. She's, you know, she needs, you know, she's, she needs a support system, right? Just like the father said to her mother, her mother when she, when he's sick and stuff like that, who's your support system? What's your support system? And at the end, she realizes, you know, the church, you know, the, the Catholic church I've been going to for like in high school is like a support system. She finds faith in it. She finds 
peace and solace in it. And then also her family, too. That's not how I took it, actually. Oh, really? How did you take it? That's not how I took it. How I took it was that she wanted, throughout the whole movie, she wanted Sacramento to be as cool and hip like a New York, Mm -hmm. right? So now she's at New York, and what does she do? She falls back into an area that reminds her of Sacramento, of Mm -hmm. her home. Catholic Church, right? You know, so that, co- that, that's how I took it. I didn't take it like that, that she she was falling back to the Catholic Church. I, t- I took it as that's a reminder of, of her home. Right. What I'm saying is, yeah. she took she goes to a Catholic as a source of strength and stability, as you know, as a constant through her life. At, at, at now that she's trying to develop a new life, you know, I mean? she finds strength in something she didn't think about before, which is you know, sacramental slash uh, the Catholic Church and stuff like that. It's, it's, you know uh, I mean? Well, she didn't exactly like join the mass. She was just kind of. A, a voyeur. How, how dare you? <laughs> Look at me being judgmental. Well, I know. Why do you hate the Catholicism, man? Oh, why are you turn, turn your back on your, on your, on your face? But I, yeah. I'm just saying, if she was a pure Catholic girl, she would have gone to the front. Oh she would have gone in communion. She would have done all she's that. Still no, hip, man. No, she she's was still, out in the back. She, like, she's, she's, still, just she's still cool, spectating. man. She's still a little too cool for school, though. She has, she has a little bit of an edge to her and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, what, what other stuff in the movie that you I like? mean, I mean, obviously, you know, all the acting was great and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The the Shosha Shosha Rona Shosha Rina rhymes with inertia. Inertia, inertia. Shosha no, no. She's great. I don't know who the father was, but he's great. Oh, the, uh, Tracy Letts. He's great. I see him a lot of indie films, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I he's like one of my favorite. Um, and Laurie Metcalf yeah. has been a great actress yes. since like forever. She's been great ever since I saw her like in Roseanne back are, in the day. You, okay, she's great. A lot of people ask me about Lady Bird, and I, I tell them, well, it's it's a, it's like a mother daughter movie, but I always go like, but it's mostly about the daughter. Yeah. And I think they're still trying to market it like a mother-daughter movie, but mm-hmm. it really is more about the daughter. But the parts with with Tracy with uh, Laurie Metcalf are great, are Straight fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and and I could forgive people to call it a mother-daughter movie, mm-hmm. even though the mother was only really there in the, in the plot-wise like half the time. Yeah. You know, but but when she is there, she is fantastic. She's great. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's like they even mentioned it's it's passive aggressiveness. It's like how, how you know you get into a fight with your parents, like you don't even know how she got in a fight. You know they love you, and there's a dynamic between there's a difference between like uh, how how does she become a mother, but also a friend. You know what I mean? Just things like that. She she's a scene where they're trying on clothes, and she's asking him. She's asking her, "Do you even like me?" You know, as a person. Right. So, yeah. You know, yeah. It's really really good stuff. And the only weird thing is, I noticed this with. Uh, Easy A. I don't know if there's another coming. Oh, before, before we move, hold on, hold on, Todd. Uh, do you like me as a person? I don't even think she answered that. Yeah, I don't think she did, yeah. Yeah. She yeah, doesn't know. Yeah. Doesn't know. Okay, go on. Uh, my, my weird thing is, this is, a, this is a weird thing where it's just like Easy A and also maybe a, a before uh, Dust Till Dawn or whatever. But Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, way to connect it. But this is a weird <laughs> thing where, how come these random... Families have random adoption stories that they don't really kind of talk about. You know? What oh, I mean? you mean the Latino brother? Yeah, the Latino <laughs> brother. I know you you don't have to mention it, but for some reason the Latino brother is there, right? You know what I right. mean? And then, like I said, in Easy A, uh, they had adopted black son and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like in uh, Dust Till Dawn, there's a random Asian guy that they kind of adopt. I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. I don't. I don't know. It's something. That's weird. But yeah. But yeah, this is the kind of like teenage story that I really appreciate, as opposed to. Now I do the comparison thing, as opposed to something like like uh, the Wallflower movie. The oh oh how that, do we... yeah that that that, yeah. that Wallflower movie, which I thought was very pretentious. Yeah. It's like one of those like idealized teenage world thing where mm-hmm. where th- in that in that story the school does kind of revolve around you. you right, know? Right. Or Easy A even did the same thing where the school kind of even though that one I kind of give him credit for for being funny and amusing. Yeah, that's a different... That's that's a different a, that's a even though thing, the yeah. settings are the same, but it's, they're doing different things and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There, there was no, like, like cute, a cute moment in Lady Bird. 
you know, like like the like once again the perks of being a wallflower, where mm-hmm. where they're driving down the street, they go they go above the the yeah. sunroof, and they're like yeah. blasting a David Bowie song kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's like there isn't any moment like that in Ladybird. Every it is very much slice of life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you kind of just take it in as it goes. Yeah. This is the difference between what you were what you mentioned uh, the perks of being a wallflower, right? Which is kind of a studio mass appeal kind of movie versus a, a well based on movie. a book too, though. Yeah, based on a book. Yeah. Right? I mean, but they, I, I'm assuming they, 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 they changed. No, I'm pretty it sure the book was yeah. that pretentious as well. Oh, oh <laughs> I'm not <laughs> gonna read that. Judgment again. <laughs> but uh, but this is the movie. This this is doing a mainstream movie and and then like a. Like a, a a movie from a director with, with a singular vision, stuff like that. You yeah, know? we yeah. mentioned that uh, this movie is it goes to that a tour theory where you know the director and writer, the director especially, uh, is the ultimate uh, uh, ultimately responsible for the vision of the movie and stuff like. Because you can't imagine like another director uh, telling the story. You know? I mean, this is Greta Gerwin's story. You know? I mean, it's very biographical. You just imagine this is how she experienced high school and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? And it's her from her point of view and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You can't imagine like a Taika Waititi or, you know, somebody like that directing this movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Or like the Russo brothers. You can't give the script and give it to Russo brothers and, you know, and have them figure it, figure it out and stuff like that. You know? So I, I, I think, yeah, this is, this is, this is what you call like a very personal, personal, a tour movie, just like you would say the same thing with Mother that we saw a few months ago too. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. Different kind of movie, but yeah, very much, very personal feeling. Yeah, it's like you're watching like a diary come to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really does feel like this is, uh, her, this is the writer director looking back on her life, and this is her, this is her memories of it and stuff like that. Her, this, it, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she, she, you know, she, she had like a voiceover and stuff like that. You're telling, hey, hi, you know, you know, what I mean? this is, this is what happened to me when I was in, this is my senior year in high school and stuff like that. Right. It's good. And here's a question. If you knew Lady Bird as a classmate, mm-hmm. would you want to be friends with Probably her? Not. I, I was, <laughs> Probably not. I was a dick back then. You know what I mean? I, I was oh, you were a dick. I, 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 no, I, I was. I was not a dick. I was just. No, uh, no, no. It, I mean, like, like, would you be friends with Lady Bird? I'm saying, is Lady Bird somebody that you would actually want to be friends with? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Really? But the thing is, I was really, really socially awkward back then. I was really. I wouldn't have been friends. Well, with Well, she's a lot socially people. aggressive. Yeah. You know, and, and it's kind of like it, I will kind of probably get like. Uh, turned off by, yeah. by her because it's like she, wow you're just like she would be so too aggressive yeah, not that's too true. aggressive yeah. you know? and she's like I said verging on the pretentiousness and I, that, that kind of that, that bugs me when I was when I was that age mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah I don't know, uh, you, 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 think, you think too highly about yourself yeah. you know so yeah I don't know I, I wouldn't be although you know Saoirse Ronan was fantastic in the role she's really good you know? she's a really really good actress yeah but it's, it's hard it's hard for me to completely sympathize with her but there are moments in the movie where I totally do like you know, there are moments. There are like really like very uh, emotional moments where, where she found out that her her dad you know is, yeah. went, went through the depression. Uh, where her I think I think it was the moment where her mom found out that that she was applying for for yeah. other colleges, right? Right. And, and then uh, she was just yelling. At, she wanted a reaction from her mom, and she wouldn't. She, her mom wouldn't say anything back to her and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, going back to what you're saying though, I don't think she's like the the hero of the story. I don't think there's. I she's don't think the protagonist, but yeah. I wouldn't call her a hero. Yeah, exactly. You follow her. <laughs> she doesn't do a lot of crazy things. You know what I mean? She does. She is. She does. She, I mean, she she's like everybody else. She has good moments. She has bad moments. There's that moment where she comforted her her ex boyfriend. You know, for you know. Yeah, you know, you know thing, what I mean? Yeah. For admitting that he's gay and stuff like that. That's a really nice moment, really yeah. touching moment. But then, you know, they, they uh, what do you call it? She, remember, she threw away 
the uh, her grades. I mean, her her math, her algebra uh, classes grades, right? She right, never, she did. There's like yeah. no consequence to that. And that, but that's a very nasty thing, horrible thing to do, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Like I said, she thinks very highly of herself, and she does whatever she wants because she mm-hmm. thinks she's too good for everybody. Yeah, you know, and. Um, what else? Oh, this is the, her best friend. Mm-hmm. Where she decided, like, you know what? I need, I need to go up the the, the, show, the social ranking and be friends with the yeah. other girl. Mm-hmm. And all because she was she had a crush on the bass player or whatever. Right. Because you know, she found out that, that she's connected with him, so I have to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. But do you really have to abandon your best friend? I mean, come on. That's come a little... And that's the yeah. lady... That is Jonah Hill's sister. Right? Yeah, the yeah. What was the last movie she's in? She was in something that was good. I forgot what it is now, though. Her, I don't know. Crapper. Hairspray? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That's typecasting. <laughs> she was in something that she was really good. At. She's a really good actress. Yeah, every. I mean, honestly, across the board, there isn't a a, a weak spot in in the in the whole cast and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The father was good. The mother was good. Lady Bird was good. The best friend, the the the, the drama teacher, yeah, the substitute football teacher for the yes, drama. He's yes, really that's good. Right. Yeah, that's a like, that's a nice bit of comedy. I li- yeah. I like that a lot. And I do like the fact that 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 they played it off the way through. He it, it isn't like he changes. His strategy right. and how to teach them mm-hmm. all the way through the play, he's yeah. still treating it like a game. Yeah, at the end like of game. the Tempest, he cheers like the guy scored a touchdown. You know what yeah. I mean? And stuff like that. He's really, really good. The uh, the, you met the ex, uh, the gay boyfriend, uh, and stuff like that. He's really good and stuff yep. like that. You know what I mean? Because so I it's it's re- it's a really really good movie. And it's- the whole thing with the brother and the brother and the and the brother's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know the whole situation where she's kind of living with them, but yeah, at the same time they're not really married. You oh, know? Yeah, that's that's. Thank you for bringing that up. There's a there's a moment. Where she's getting a cigarette with the uh, with the brother's girlfriend, right? And mm-hmm. then she was t- they were talking about their mother and stuff like that. And then her, the girlfriend admires her mother for being strong, but also you know, but she's a pain in the ass, but she's also strong and sympathetic and stuff like that. Right. She that's a, and then and Lady Bird doesn't recognize that. Yeah, but then she says the same thing later on about her mother to somebody else, right? No, that was Lucas Hedges. Are you sure? Yeah, that was that was when Lucas Hedges was was uh, was talking about being gay and whatnot. That's the part where where he was like. Like you know, you have to be you have to be uh, tough and but kind, oh, no, like no. your mother kind of thing. Yeah, but then she, but she, but he also says, you know what? I'm scared of your mother and stuff like that. But then she, Lady Bird says what the girlfriend said back to her, her and stuff like that. Was it that you, scene? I think so. I want to say, or you I, might be thinking something. I remember the scene. wording that she used was the same thing as her brother's girlfriend and stuff like that. My my point is like I think like I said, it's one of those things where she is, she thinks she's smarter than what she really is, but her. Her her opinions or her view of the world is still of someone who's seventeen, eighteen. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. She thinks she's smarter than she is. She thinks she has opinions and stuff like that. But she's she's not. She's like everybody else at that age. She's trying to figure out her way in the world and stuff like that. You know what her opinions really are. What the people in her life, the relationships, what what the real dynamics are and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But it for me it is heartbreaking when she realizes that 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 even though she treats her mom and her family kind of like. Almost like a second class citizen, but yeah. she's like too good for them, whatever. Mm-hmm. She does realize that she does have it better than she thinks she does. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because the trailer actually, if you don't really know the movie, you don't know what you're watching. Mm-hmm. But it actually spoils a bunch of really key moments in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 the scene where where she where the mom tells her like, "Oh, you you think we're not we're not." Oh, uh, we don't give you anything. We don't. We're we're not good enough for you. And she goes like, "No, you are good enough for me. You are giving me things I want. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it doesn't seem like it is enough. Yeah. She acts like it's not enough, but at, in the her heart, she understands it is. You know. Yeah. So there, there there are those there are those moments that are like it's kind of heartbreaking because mm-hmm. she's kind of like almost like fighting what she wants to be mm-hmm. without realizing that kind yeah. of thing. 
It's a good movie. It's really impressive. Yeah. I was thinking really... heartbreaking. The moment where where the mother dropped her off at the airport. Yeah. It just started driving away. You know, it was yeah. just like, okay, are you going to turn around? Are you going to turn around? Yeah. Are you turn around? Oh, she's racing. <laughs> she, she's doing a circle. She's trying to race back in time. She regrets right. leaving it like she did. And then she races uh, back around trying to catch her and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, just that... I can imagine in her Laurie Metcalf getting getting nominated for best supporting yeah, actress. And this is the role. This is the scene they show because it's all pure facial acting. Yeah, like she leaves angry, and you can slowly see her face change to like, oh my god, I need to go back and, and talk to her. Yeah, she has yeah. a lot of good face acting from uh, Laurie Laurie Metcalf and stuff. My favorite one, I I think I saw on Twitter a lot of people mentioned this scene of her driving in that in the in the airport. But my favorite scene is when. The, the the boyfriend comes to pick her up for Thanksgiving, and then she he mentions like the wrong side of track thing and stuff like that. Oh right, and right, then he, right. her she registered the fact that in her face without saying anything, she was like, you know what, Lady Bird thinks you know she doesn't think much of us. You know she thinks we're poor. And, you know that it's all it's obviously something that's been uh, you know they've been dealing with the whole life and stuff like that. And that that recognition that that register is really really heartbreaking. You know what I mean? It is. It is. It makes yeah. you also wonder too. Like when as a teenager, you don't really think about your parents. How they react on certain things, yeah. you know, and like what you say, what you do. You just assume they're just, you know, your parental units yeah. or whatever. And this movie really kind of like, as an adult watching this, I go, you can kind of relate with the parents a little bit more as well. Yeah, and it's, it is, it is like, oh, okay, I see. I can imagine this being yeah. very sort of therapeutic for Greta Gerwig. Greta, what's her name? Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, I'm actually curious to see. I actually want to see some interviews with her parents. Yeah, I want, actually, want I want to see those Q and A's where she she actually talks about her mom and her parents. I'm actually interested in that dynamic now. You know, what I, mean? I just want to, I, again. I want to see her and just say, "Hey, are you okay with your mom? Are they, are you guys good now? You know, what I mean? do you guys yeah. talk and stuff like that? You know, what I mean, so, yeah, it's good time. It's good yeah. stuff. I, I will argue at this point that Greta Gerwig is a better writer slash director. That she is an actress. I like her as an actress, yeah. but she really plays on the I'm a centric yeah. kind of character way too much. Yeah. And I can see why people get bugged by that. Mm -hmm. But she really toned things down. I mean, this could have been a really eccentric movie, but it's not. It's pretty straightforward. Uh it, if anything else, it's not really over directed. It's just yeah. it's just as is. It's not over directed, it's not overwritten and stuff like that. Like I said, she there's a especially you really go through three hundred and sixty five days a year and then she has a lot of setups, you know what I mean? There's little scenes where she's just going to the post office, you know what I mean? Drop off something. She does a lot of setups. She 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 edits it really well. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. there's a lot of scenes in this in this movie too. You know what I mean? The scene in the grocery store, the scene in the post office, you know, there's all these little scenes adding together and stuff like that. You know it she put in a lot of work is what I'm, is what I'm trying to say it is it is but yeah, yeah, actually, it, it, between her and Jordan Peele if they just keep direct, writing and directing their own stuff I'm, I'm, I'm happy you know? yeah totally totally I, I do want to say like I'm not sure if you heard this but uh, mm -hmm. right, right now currently Lady Bird sets the Rotten Tomatoes record as the website's best reviewed movie of all time sure and the, the way they define all time is that okay I'm just going to read it off right here it's an aggregate though um, yeah. uh, blah blah blah, blah. With a 100% score after 165 reviews. The previous record holder was Toy Story 3, which was has a 100% score from 163 reviews. Yeah. So she gets the record because she gets two more reviews over Toy sure. Story 3 with 100%. Well, the thing is, it's it's a, first of all, it's an aggregate, number number one. Number two, I can't imagine people having that many bad, thing, it's bad things about it. It's not, it's no, there's nothing that egregious or disagreeable about this movie. It's a, it's like a, it's a very well-made movie. It's a very well-told movie. But like I said, it's, it's an aggregate score. So if you want me to say, is this the best movie I've ever seen? You redo my top 10 list of all right, time. Right. It's, it's not that. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm just waiting for uh, Armand White to step in to, to break that, <laughs> to oh, yeah. break that he, score. Oh, yeah. Somebody actually used that joke already. <laughs> Armand White actually gave a positive review. 
Wait, what? Really? Yeah, he yeah, he's going. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, See, that's an achievement right there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want me, but the thing is, let's just like st- take a step back though. If you're talking about the temp- top ten list. Uh, movie of the year, yeah, I can see it somewhere between you know ten and nine, stuff like that. Oh yeah, you're talking it's, about is it the best movie of the decade? No, no, no it's no. not. Like, is it the best movie of the century? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, is it one of the one of the most impressive and like, one of the most thoughtful uh, movies of the year? One of the best uh, debut directing and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, I, totally. I it. Yeah, totally. I it. It. This will definitely be spoiler alert uh, in my top ten for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah for sure in my top ten. Why not? Yeah. All right. Bravo, bravo to this to this young lady. So it's, it's a really good job. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Really I, I kind of wish. Uh, I'm sure Sarah Ronan will get nominated yes. for this. I don't know if she'll win, but but it, it'll be great if she does. Yeah, Sarah Ronan. I mean, she's just knocking on the door for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? She's just she's just waiting there for her Oscar. You know, this plus whatever. What Brooklyn. Was that? Brooklyn, yeah, she, she's like, yeah, she got nominated for that for Brooklyn as well, and she's just like there. She's like, she's gonna be one. She's just one of those actresses we mentioned this before. She's one of those actresses gonna be around for like you know decades and stuff like that. She's gonna, I hope so. She's she, great. She's in her great. Roles, she's yeah. gonna, she's gonna be nominated for multiple uh, Oscars. She's gonna win a couple. Was she nominated yeah. for uh, for what's it called? Uh, I know what you're talking about. The, 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 yeah, the, I think so. The yeah, British movie. Yeah, oh, God, adaptation. No, no, it's one word. Adaptation. Too. It's, a, <laughs> it's a joke. It's Audition. No, that's the definitely not that movie. God damn it! <laughs> I bought this DVD for Donnie too because I love this so much. I love this movie. It's the one with Karen Knightley. We're yes. thinking about the same thing. Oh, I know. I think it's like, yeah, just the name. Such an A for sure. <laughs> Atonement. 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 That's what it is. Atonement. That's a fantastic movie, by the way. She's fantastic. In it. She I, was fantastic in it. I yeah. want to say she was nominated. I want to say she was. I would say she was the best thing about that movie. She's close to it. Yeah. 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 She's close to it. I mean, her. I think that's a very. That's a very. Directed movie. I think her and the director are the yeah. two best things. It was one of those things where I, I watched Atonement. I'm like, who's that girl? She's yeah. like really good She's for it. She's a range. superstar. She really yeah. is a I actually, now that I look back on, on Atonement, I'm like, what happened to the director? Because he never, he really fell off after that. Anyway, yeah. the point he, is. He, even even for the movie, like, like, uh, like the Bones thing, the uh, late, late. Oh, Hannah? Not Lady. Hannah. A lady. Well, Hannah as well. But oh, the, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The. The uh, Lovely Bones. The, yeah, yeah. Which was a bad movie. Yeah. But she horrible. was the best thing about that yeah. movie as well. And same thing with Hannah, which was an okay movie, yes, but she was, movie. was but she was the best thing about the movie. She's terrible. Yeah. I mean, she's great in it, but she's yeah. the movie's terrible. Yeah, she, has, she, she can elevate herself in whatever role she is. Let's but, just go through her whole but, filmography. But she hasn't, she hasn't quite got that part where she saves a movie, as proven by Lovely Bones and Hannah. She can't save those movies, but she was great in those movies. She's good in everything. She's great in Brooklyn. She's great in this. She's great in Atonement. Uh, she's great in Hannah. I don't think she's made a. Bad movie. So, to be fair, well, she, no, she made bad movies, but I mean, I mean, she wasn't bad in a movie. Oh, she was. She she was in this indie film that I saw. That I forgot the name. It was like it was like their version of like uh the world, the whole world is at war kind of thing. It's kind of heartbreaking movie actually. Oh if, wait, she did also do a YA a movie. Remember? She, oh yeah, she did do a YA that, movie. That was her. Did not watch the movie. Yeah, so we can't say if she's. Good. As, she, as much as a fan I am of of her, it wasn't enough for me to watch the movie. <laughs> She can't save everything. She's not a miracle worker. I think we mentioned this last year. Yeah, but Brooke- to be fair, we never saw it. Yeah. So, no. But it's the thing is, we mentioned this last year when Brooklyn came out. I mean, one of these big franchise uh, uh, companies have to. She must have been approached to do like a Marvel, Star Wars, Jurassic World. If she has it now, she will now. She should, man. She's really a fantastic movie. I mean, you know, I mean, if she was stock, I would just like, you know, I want to buy. Sersha Ronan, Nersha Ronan, Rise with Inertia, Inertia is a stock and stuff like that. She's Saoirse great. Saoirse she's anyway, I think she's dominated. I think Laurie Metcalf is nominated. 
and and I think depending on how it I shakes think Greta Gurry will get recognition for this. Yeah, I think she'll I get. Think so. I think yeah. the movie itself will get get best recognized. picture nomination. Yeah, yeah, and also I, I, think, I don't know if it'll win, but it will get best picture. I think nomination. the editing, like I mentioned, should be nominated as well. And I think the gay ex-boyfriend might get nominated. Well. Lucas Hedges deserves recognition, but he I think he'll be overshadowed by a lot of the best supporting people out, yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, only just because the way the movie unfolds. It doesn't go back to him yeah, at some yeah. point and stuff like that. You know, he has some really, some really great moments. He's really good actor. Yeah, he kind of proved himself after Manchester by the Sea, where he's like, "Oh, this is Lucas Hedges' guy," you know, and he was good in it. And then you see this him in this movie, like, "Oh, he's actually he's like technically a good actor." He's yeah. a really good actor. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a movie that's gonna have sort of like multiple nominations and stuff. Like that. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. and and it, it, this is one of those this is one of those word of mouth movie where where people even though I've seen a lot of marketing for it, not many people have, mm-hmm. right? And But the, it is one of those movies where people and people ask me, what should I watch? Watch Lady Bird. I would watch Lady Bird. I would recommend yeah. Lady Bird. It's a, like I said, it's an incredibly thoughtful movie. I would tell them, you know, the first 20, because for most general audience, I would say, you know, for the first 20, 25 minutes, it's kind of slow. I, I would warn them of that. But no. once the movie picks up, the it's movie really opens up with her f- jumping off a Ow. vehicle. How is that slow? It's, it's, I, think, I think most <laughs> people would think would consider it slow and stuff like that. And then one more thing I noticed was the the guy who did the music, John Byrne or something like that. I think he used to do the music for the the early P.T. Anderson movies. Oh, does he, he really? I, I, mean, think, I think he's the guy who did Magnolia and uh, with, uh, Coffee and Cigarettes and stuff like that, uh, Boogie Nights. I, I know there are some stories about how Greta Gerwig tried to get certain songs in the right. movie. I, I, heard the I don't thing, know yeah. the backstory, so yeah. I'll leave it up. Oh, th- th- she literally just like wrote uh, emails to the artist to ha- ask for permission and stuff like that. Like she, at the last more set... Uh, what's the other one? The uh, uh, Henry. Oh, God damn it. See, this reason why I stopped where it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she wrote like personal letters to each of these artists asking for permission. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. Yes. yes. All right. It's very sweet. On that note, thanks for listening. John May, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can get my uh, non spoiler movie reviews at and my uh, comic strip and the other podcast, Stuff and Junk Show, over at whowhatworstwhy.com. Oh, and uh, if you want to send your comments and feedback, send it to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, just visit whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the Y-Axis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. Did you see anything else recently? I saw uh, Wind River. Oh, yeah. Because you saw, you saw me buy it and you watched it, right? Yeah, it's all right. It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. The, the only thing about Wind River is I there's a the, the the movie wraps up and tells you what the movie was supposed to be about, right? But then I'm real then I'm looking back on the movie. The movie really wasn't about like missing Indian girls and stuff like that, you know what I mean? None of the girls kind of disappeared, you know what I mean? It just it was just kinda of, I don't know. It, it was it was a PSA at the end. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. But the thing is that but that's supposed to be what the movie was about, but the movie wasn't about that and stuff. If it does feel like one of those movies where that's what the movie's about, yeah. But it feels like one of those movies where the movie at the, the movie was supposed to be about something, and at some point they they got Jeremy Renner and they might tweak the story to make it to showcase him a little bit more. No, 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 that wasn't the story. Actually, the story was they wrote the character was already written, mm-hmm. and they needed an actor. They were they tried to get I forget which actor it was. They tried to get that actor fell through. Uh, and then, and then Elizabeth also is like, "Oh, we could get Jeremy Renner to try it. I could yeah. ask him because yeah. I work with him in Adventures, yeah. you know." So they asked, she asked him, gave him the script, and he said, "Oh yeah, this is great. Let's let's do this." My whole thing is like, you could take the whole Jeremy Renner stuff out, which is pretty standard stuff for noir, right? Like you know, he's you know, she's trying to he's solving one crime, but he's you could see back. it in noir. I could see it. Like, I could see it a like cowboy story actually. Uh, uh, a western, a western. Yeah, 
But it's a noir in the sense that they're solving one crime, but he's looking back on a, a previous crime. You know what I mean? He's haunted by it and stuff like that. You know? But the thing is, you can take all that, all his stuff out because that's the least interesting stuff about it. Him and his, his the way his, his daughter died, his, the thing between him and his, his, uh, his uh, son and his between him and his wife that really didn't sort of interest me. But that's the, not, that's the character development of his character. Yeah, it I, may I, not have interested you, but it was important to the yeah. story. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really interest, none of that interests me. The, the stuff that interests me was like how these how this Indian preserve uh, Indian land was sort of like a, a, a community within a larger state and stuff like that. How it doesn't have all the resources like that scene where uh, what called uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. Goes in. Elizabeth Olsen. She's Scarlet Witch, okay? I'm very into these Marvel movies. I can't tell life from reality. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, uh, uh, she wanted that murder, the, the the death to be classified as a murder. So they can, you know, by the uh, coroner. So that way, more they can have additional resources and stuff like that come in and stuff like that. Because she knows between it's her and like 150 miles of nothingness, no other resources. Right. That stuff interests me a lot and stuff like that. And then the other thing, the other scene I liked is the the flashback between um, the 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 girl who was murdered and the Punisher. And, and I knew you were going to say the Punisher. Yeah, of course. How John Bertal. Oh, you want to say it? Uh, I can call him by his uh, Walking Dead character name too. And stuff Shane. Like that. Shane. And stuff like that. I thought that was a really good scene too because you think leading up to it. You know, this is a, it's a very harsh world. It's a hard, all the relationships are hard and mean and nasty and stuff. Like that. But you know, in that moment, that five ten minutes, it's a very tender, loving scene. It's not. It's not like a pervy old guy taking advantage of a, of, of a guy, you know, of a, a lady and stuff like that. It's them talking about the dreams about leaving this this place and stuff like that. I thought that was really nice too. Like so. like, like I said, that's why I classify this movie more like a modern western because he has an isolationist thing where where. There's no real help around for like a hundred miles. You're mm-hmm. on your own. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that kind of fallback thing, and then the whole revenge thing, of yeah. course, very to- very typical for a western. Yeah, like I said, the whole but the only thing is, that, like Jeremy uh, Jeremy Renner's a fine actor. He's he's fine. He's he's going. But like I said, you can take all that stuff out and, because it didn't really interest me. It didn't register for me. It didn't. I also it, like the whole. And it hit home for me. All right. I, I also like the whole fish out of water thing with Elizabeth Olsen sure, character. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all that element. I, I I really like the movie, obviously, because I bought the movie. Yeah. But but yeah, I actually really yeah, the only, a lot. And the only other thing is like uh uh Jeremy Renner at the end covering uh uh says, Hey, yeah, you you it's okay, you you you, you did it okay. But she was pretty shitty at the end of that movie, man. She didn't one one of the sheriff recognized they're in dangerous situations of like she right. you know, she didn't really I, I know it's true for her character because she's kind of like young and all that stuff. She has that whole Clarice thing going on where she's new to the FBI. Yeah. Like but you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, but she didn't recognize what the danger was. Yeah, but. there was like one sheriff who was like, like they're flagging us. That's we, a really good scene. They're that flagging guy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's pretty much the scene of the movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, why are you moving to my Why is he moving to my right? Why is he to my left? I'm getting flanked right now. That guy registered. He recognized what the danger yeah. was and stuff like that. You Unfortunately, know? he didn't survive that. You know, I know. Like that's that's one my one thing. Elizabeth Olsen was just so lucky that scene. I'm like, how did they not shoot her by then? She's well, like, li- she's literally knocking at the door for like ten minutes. Hello, anybody home? Hello? Well, to be fair, they did shoot her. She yeah, just happened just, to yeah. survive the shot. Yeah. You know? I wish that guy would have survived. Said, you know what? I told you he was liking me. I told you he was liking me. You dumb. <laughs> you dumb ass. And it's one of those cliche things where you know, of course, they have they have means to communicate with. With the guy, and you know, Jeremy Red Hawkeye can't talk to him because the walkie talkie doesn't right, work. Right, right, right. You know, right. it's very, and it's, it's like, it's a little too, like, 
you know, too little manipulative. At the end, does he really have to drag that guy all the way, like a thousand feet into the mountains, just to kill him and stuff? Try that polite justice and stuff like that. It's like, it's like all right, all right, polite I, I, justice. I, I, I get it. All right, just just kill the guy. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's a good so, movie. I actually there's a lot of good I stuff to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those movies where you just kind of like you know, uh, some I read this online stuff. You know what? Most movies are not the greatest thing ever made, and most movies are not the most shittiest thing ever made. Most movies are just sort of in between the two, you know, the two extremes. And this is one of those movies. It's just, it's just good. It's just good. So, it's a solid film. Yeah, it's a solid movie. Uh, right. I don't think you'll be disappointed watching it. Yes, you know? that's true. That's it. I guess that's the best description I could give. Yeah, it's a solid film. It's wor- it's worth your time. It's good. Yes. Yeah. For me, it was worth uh, a Black Friday sale. <laughs> it's, I went for it. <laughs> yeah. I would not pay more than 10 bucks for it. If it was a Black Friday, oh come on, let, let, let's, not, let's not do five, the whole. I, I'm doing price points now. Five <laughs> bucks is one. Actually, I did a lot of iTunes sales. Speaking of Black Friday and stuff like that, I did a lot of five dollar uh, buys and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of movies I enjoy that I would not buy. You know, mm-hmm. and and this one was in my wish list. I was like, well, if it's if I if it's affordable, I'll buy it. If yeah. not, you know, and yeah, it was affordable. So and my whole thing it. is like, you know what? I should watch. We're, we're coming to the end of 2017. I gotta start watching more of these movies, man. I gotta have a good opinion about. The best movies of the year. Yeah, you know, I got wa- I got watch some stuff. Man. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll plug this, but the, I did do a, I did do like a, a four dubs blog post listing down the potential uh, Oscar contenders, mm-hmm. and in that list, watch those movies. Yeah. All right, and this has been another episode of Spoilers, please, which is part of the Who What Where's Why Network.